Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron. I hope you're having an incredible day in Jesus. We're so thankful you're here with us on this episode of Biblical Archaeology Today. And we're going to be looking at a Sumerian creation myth called the Eridu Genesis by historian Thorkild Jacobson. Just going to take a quick look at Wikipedia on this. A lot of different creation myths from the ancient Near East, such as uh, the Enuma Elise and the Atrahasis epic and the probably most famous epic of Gilgamesh. Let's take a look at what this one is. It was found on a single fragmentary tablet excavated in Nippur by the expedition of the University of Pennsylvania in 1893. You see UPenn in a lot of early biblical archaeology. The first recognized by Arno Pobel in 1912. It is written in the Sumerian language and dated to around 1600 B.C., So here's a summary. The beginning of the tablet is lost, but the surviving portion begins by recounting how the gods An, Enlil, and Enki and Ninhursanga created the Sumerians in comfortable conditions for the animals to live and procreate. Kingship then descends from heaven. The first cities are founded. Eridu, Badtabira, Lerik, Sippar, and Shurapak. Isn't that where Atrahasis ruled? After a missing section, we learn that the gods have decided not to save mankind from an impending flood. That sounds familiar. Ziud Sora, the king of the Gudag priest, learns of this in the later Akkadian version recorded in the Atrahasis epic. Ea, the Sumerian Inki, the god of the waters, warns the hero, Akkadian Atrahasis, gives him instructions for building an ark. This is missing in the Sumerian fragment, but a mention of Enki taking counsel with himself suggests similar instructions. Then you come to the flood myths. Enki, god of the underworld sea of fresh water and equivalent of Babylonian Ea, warns Ziusudra, the ruler of Shurapak, to build a large boat that the directions for the boat have been lost. You have a terrible storm rages for seven days and seven nights, just like in the Atrahasis epic. The huge boat had been tossed about the great waters. Then Utu, the sun, appears and Zayosadra opens a window, prostrates himself, and sacrifices an ox and sheep. Boy, read Genesis 8 and 9. A lot of similarities. After another break, the text resumes with the flood apparently over and Ziusudra prostrating himself before An, the sky, and Enlil, Lord Breath, who give him breath eternal for preserving the animals and the seed of mankind. The remainder is lost. Then you come to the epic of Ziusudra, and it adds another element. But you can see the parallels between this and Genesis. And as I've read these over the years, to me, and, and maybe I'm looking at this incorrectly, it, it always seems to me this is so mythological, whereas when I read scripture, it seems so plausible and so validated. So the Bible is true. God bless. Thanks so much for joining us. You may want to make a notebook or a journal of things you learn every day because you'll have this power-packed apologetics library if you'll do that. Hey, please share with your friends, family, church, family, college groups, youth groups. We just want everybody to know the Bible's absolutely true. 
and join us again tomorrow. Subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Look forward to hearing from you. God bless. We love you. Bye-bye.